Welcome to the City Edge Church podcast. For more information, please visit our website at cityedgechurch.org.au. We hope that you enjoy this message. Welcome again to everybody to church online and welcome to our Caloundra location and our Innisfil location. It's great to be able to share the word with you this morning. We hope you enjoyed worship this morning. Uh, It was a fantastic time together online, uh, but also enjoyed doing communion together. How awesome was that to be able to celebrate that even though we're in our homes and our living rooms with our families and our and our housemates, uh, we're able to share in communion, the power of that together as well. You know, something I really want to celebrate uh, this week uh, is that the 20 gatherings uh, have been able to be lifted as far as restrictions are concerned and our life groups and uh, meeting together in person has been absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Man, this had gone uh, for such a long period of time, and even the introverts wanted to see some people. So it was incredible. Uh, great to see across the life of our church, uh, you know, people meeting together uh, under that, that 20 mark. That has been absolutely outstanding. So we're looking forward as we continue to move forward into the future as further restrictions lift. Man, we're looking forward to church coming back together in the time to come, and uh, we'll keep you posted with information as we know. Uh, you will know, and um, we're going to move forward into the future that God has for us. And that gets me on to the point I want to make now, is that is the new series that we're really talking about right now is called Onward. And uh, Onward is about moving forward into the future that God has for us. How many know we want the future God has for us? We don't want the future even sometimes that we have thought up for ourselves or that someone else thinks that we should have. Uh, We want the future that God has for us. And I tell you now, God always has the best future in mind for our lives. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the Awakened series about knowing God in the season that is unknown. And uh, I just know that God has something incredible for our future. And as we dive into this message today, uh, we're going to be talking about the Israelites and how they came out of Egypt uh, into the wilderness in that period of time and all the miracles that God did in their world. I just love that there was, if you read in Exodus, uh, the story of the 10 plagues in Egypt and how the Israelites had been enslaved for generations, like 430 years. And, uh, and so God actually liberates them and uses Moses as a deliverer to liberate them and get them out of Egypt. And uh, there's all sorts of amazing miracles and things that happen. God gets them out. And then the Egyptians are like, man, we don't want to let you go that quick. So they start chasing them down. And, uh, you know, God parts the Red Sea, lets them cross over and actually wipes out the entire Egyptian army as they chase through. And, uh, and so here we have the Israelites uh, in the wilderness. It's been a little period of time since they've been liberated. And, uh, and you know, it's kind of the, they're at this halfway point. Uh, they really don't know what the future holds. Uh, but for them, there's a struggle in their mind and their heart in letting go of the past and letting go because it's just hard to just grasp what the future could look like. And how many know that the devil sometimes tries to have the past hold on to us? Sometimes it's trying to hang us onto the past so that we can't move forward into the future that God has for us. But here, here are the Israelites. They've been liberated 
uh, in, in body, like in person, they're free, but in their hearts and minds, it's still connected to their past. And let's take it here in Exodus. And uh, it says here, Exodus chapter 16, verses 2 to 4. And uh, it says, There too, the whole community of Israel complained about Moses and Aaron. If only the Lord had killed us back in Egypt, they moaned. Uh, there we sat around pots filled with meat and ate all the bread we wanted. But now we have, you have brought us into this wilderness to starve us all to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, Look, I'm going to rain down food from heaven for you. Each day the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for that day. Now, I, I love this picture. It's such an amazing picture that, um, you know, because of the struggle in their own mind of, of the past, you know, they struggled to let go and, and, and hold on to the future and what God was trying to get them into. But how many see such a beautiful picture that even though they were struggling in themselves, God was was okay to say, hey, I know it's hard for you. I know it's not easy for you to let go. And God still provided. He dropped manna from heaven. The Bible says that even quails fell from the sky. I mean, imagine being a quail trying to fly over that wilderness. I mean, it's like, you know, your days were numbered, you know, for the quail. Uh, but, you know, here we have the, the, the Israelites that are being taken care of, looked after by God in this season, but they're just struggling with the past. And uh, I know that there's some people that I'll be preaching to right now in your living room, in your home right now, and maybe the past tries to speak to your life as well. Maybe some things that happened even before you became a Christian that the devil tries to bring back to your life uh, to, to hold you back and hold you from what God's trying to get you into. And uh, maybe it has been as you've been a Christian or, or maybe you're not a Christian today, you're just checking this out online. Uh, sometimes there's things that try to hold Hold on to our lives. And it's just hard to be free of that so that we can move forward to all that God has for us. And here's my first point today. And I want you, I want you to know that our whole message today is built around this one statement. And that statement is, let go. Let go. You know, the, the Israelites, there was a struggle to let go of the past. And uh, the reason being is this, is that the past had clarity. It was really, it was fixed in their mind, in their heart. It had clarity. It was, we knew what it was. We sat around pots of meat. I mean, we had some bread. It was all there. You know what I mean? And, and it was, it was hard. It's, it's so hard to imagine this, but they almost forgot the brutality of the Egyptians, especially when they're in, in the wilderness and they just don't know how they're moving forward. They forgot about the brutality. They remembered that they had some food to eat. And yet God still provided for them in that moment. I love this picture, but it was just a struggle. It was almost, it was like internal. They, they struggled to let go in their mind and in their heart. And you know what? God always has a clear vision for our future. When we're called to move onward, we're called to move into the future that God has for us. His vision is clear when we begin to seek it out. See, Moses and Aaron were trying to teach the Israelite people and say, hey, you know, this is the promised land that God's trying to get us to. These are all, this is the hope of the future. This is, this is what God has for us. Our greatest days, our best days are in front of us. That's what they're trying to say to the people. But it was such a struggle on the inside just to let go. And, you know, vision sometimes can be like that. Seeing a clear picture of the future can sometimes be like that. Sometimes it can take time 
to begin to see it. It makes me think, church, of, of a, a miracle that Jesus did. And I want to show you this, you know, in the, and it's just an amazing picture of a man, of a blind man that Jesus healed. And uh, it's just an incredible picture. And sometimes we can hang on to the past because of this point, is that we don't realize what the future holds. We don't realize what God has for us in the future. And God has clarity. God has so much. But that's another point I want to bring to you today is that we've got to realize what the future holds. All right? So here's this man that was blind that Jesus met in this town called Bethsaida. Okay? And and we take it here in Mark chapter 8, verses 24 to 25. And Jesus had prayed for him to be to be healed in his eyes, but he didn't get healed straight away. Imagine that. Not too many miracles that Jesus did that it wasn't kind of instant, you know what I mean? And here's this man, he gets prayed for once, but he can't really see well. So let's look at it here. Says the man looked around, and yes, he said, I see people, but I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. Then Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes again, and his eyes were opened. His sight was completely restored, and he could see everything clearly. What an amazing picture. It wasn't the first prayer. It wasn't the first moment that this man was able to see. He kind of, the first thing when he had his eyes open, it was like blotches and blurriness, like people were like trees. It made me think of a time when I was 14 years old and I went to Innisfail State High School. So shout out to anyone who still goes there or went there and shout out to our Innisfail crew now. And, uh, you know, I was 14 years old, grade nine. And, uh, and I was doing phys ed one day and we were, we were playing hockey, indoor hockey. All right. And, uh, and so, when we were we were committed. This was an epic game of hockey, all right. And uh, but this one moment, uh, one of my friends, uh, you know, swung his hockey stick that hard that he missed the puck, and he collected me straight in the eye, uh, in my left eye. And uh, it it knocked me about a meter back, and uh, it always knocked me out cold. And uh, you know, after a few minutes, I got up. My eye was just swollen out here. The the you know it, it was bleeding, uh, and uh, you know I was taken to hospital. And I actually spent three days in hospital. And uh, we didn't know whether you know I was still going to have sight in my eye, in my left eye. And uh, you know, and I remember at 14 years of age, uh, you know, sitting in there the first night, laying in my bed, and. Uh, and just, just honestly, 14, I'm scared. I'm worried. I don't know if I'm going to see again in, out of that eye. Uh, and uh, you know, so what I did was I, I lifted the, the, the eye patch that was on my eye, you know, much to the doctor's advice not to. I'm like, no one was looking. So I lifted the eye patch up and I, I, I stretched my eye open as much as I could just to look through. And you know what? I saw like blotches of white and black. And, and it, 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 everything looked like trees. So whenever I read this passage of Scripture out of Mark, I'm actually reminded of something that I saw when I was 14 years of age. When he says that, I'm like, man, I remember looking through that little slit that was left in the swollen eye 
and it was like blotches of, of trees. And, uh, and so that night I, I put the patch down and I grabbed my Bible and I read it as long as I could. And, uh, and, and I remember before I, I fell asleep, I put the Bible uh, uh, behind my head and I laid on it on my pillow. And before I fell asleep, I said, Lord, help me to see. Help me to see. I want to be able to see out of my eye. And I went to sleep on my Bible all night. And uh, I remember waking the next day and it wasn't until that next night that they came and checked on it, opened my eye up and I could actually see out of my eye. And I always thank God for that miracle. I thank God for what he did in that moment for me. But it just makes me think now that vision sometimes can be like that. Sometimes it's not always clear. Sometimes it's, it's hazy. Sometimes it's like, like that man. It's like, it's like, you know, I see people like trees. And sometimes we can look into the future and we can look into what God is trying to show us, but it doesn't look clear. And I want to tell you today, church, come on, Caloundra location, Innisfil location, anyone joining on us online right now, I want you to lean in right now. It doesn't matter that you can't see it clearly. Just keep leaning in. Because God is going to tune the focus in for you. He's going to tune it in for you. Keep praying. Keep reading the Word. Keep showing up online for, for church online. Keep not tuning in to what we're doing together because we're all in this together. Because God is going to make it clearer as we continue to move forward. He makes the vision so much clearer. I love what it says in Habakkuk 2. Verses 2 to 4. It's a powerful scripture. It says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak. It will not lie, though it tarries. Wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. You know, oftentimes vision and faith require this really amazing fruit of the Spirit called patience. Patience. Patience is probably one of the hardest fruit of the Spirit. Let's be honest. Come on, let's be real right now. Uh, you know, but it really does. Faith and vision, they always require patience to know that God, there is a timing of God. Sometimes that timing of God isn't, isn't always connected to when I need something done. Or when I need to see it, Lord. I, sometimes it's not always on the same kind of tr pathway, but, but it's there. We just got to keep moving forward. We got to keep moving onward. Following the voice of God. Listening to what He's saying as we move into the future. And you know, I love this is that it, it just says it will not lie. It will not tarry. But you know how many know that anything God promises is a yes and amen. It is true. It is the best way to move forward, you know, and I, I want us to be leaning in on Him. Come on, church, right now. I want all of us to be leaning in on God in this season because I want to tell you today, just like Moses, in their own words, were trying to get that to the people of Israel and saying, man, our best days are in front of us. Man, I know the world is, is in, a, in a, a shaky place right now. I know that, man, it's so unknown. I, I, but I want to tell you this, as we keep moving forward in God's way together as God's people, and we just got to know His pathway is always the best way to move forward. It's always the best way to move forward as a people together. And our best days are in front of us.
They are. I believe on the other side of this whole COVID season, as long as it takes to step out of it, I believe our greatest days are in front of us. I believe that we will see more people come to know Jesus than we've ever seen before. I believe we will see more miracles than we have ever seen before because I believe God wants to breathe on the world. I believe God wants to move on the world. He wants to make Himself known to people that have never known who God is and probably don't even believe He exists. God wants to make Himself known to people and He wants to use us as His people to really help this whole process along. God's got a plan. We're a part of that plan. God's got a story that He's been playing out all this time and we're a big part of that story. And His vision is clear. It's yes, His promises are yes and amen. Just like the promised land was there waiting for the people of Israel, God has promises for us as well. We just got to keep moving forward. So remember, we can let go of our past when we realize what it's trying to hold us from. The future it's trying to hold us from helps us to let go. And this next point is really clear. And I've got a couple of examples I want to show with this as well. Uh, But it's, you know, sometimes it's hard to let go of the past uh, because it it can be held by our grip. It can be held by us as well. Now, think about the Israelites in this moment. They were free, all right? You know, they were, they were in body. They were out of Egypt. They weren't even there anymore. But, but it was almost like it was easier for the Egypt to let the people of Israel go than it was for the people of Israel to let Egypt go, okay, in their minds and hearts. It, it was hard. And I want, to, I want you to know today that, yes, I understand that sometimes the enemy... Has, has tries to hold things around our lives and, and, and we, can, we can be trying to push forward to break through in that. But I want to let you know that even when Jesus sets us free, the promise is this, that he who the Son sets free is truly free indeed. And when we're free, our part to play in this is that we've got to choose to let go as well. And I want to show you this example right now. Just stay with me, okay? All right, so I have a rope here, all right? And, uh, and just imagine this, and there's a, there's a door here, and this is from our Christmas production two years ago, How the Grinch Found Christmas. Shout out to Taylor McMillan. Let us know in the chat, buddy. Uh, you know, but I've got this rope here, and, uh, and, and sometimes our past uh, can be trying to hold us, hold us back. And God's got our future there. It's waiting for us to move forward, all right? And, uh, and, and I understand that sometimes there's broken situations that have hurt us from the past. Sometimes there's discouragement of things that we thought was going to happen and didn't happen the way we thought it was supposed to. Some of us, even in our life before Jesus, uh, there's decisions we made that maybe are trying to hang on to our lives and the devil just keeps trying to remind us of the mistakes we made in our past. Maybe it's the mistakes that others made to us that we really struggle in ourselves to let go of and, and we hold on to it. And, and sometimes it's almost like uh, the enemy has tried to unravel it onto our lives and, and hold us there. And we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to move into the, the future. We're trying to reach that next stage. And, and the enemy's just trying to hold us there in this place. And, uh, you know, I, I'm speaking to some people right now. 
I'm speaking to someone right now in your living room, in your home right now, and you're like, man, I feel like that. I feel like that with my past. I feel like that, you know, with some of the things I've I just, I'm, I'm trying to move forward, but I feel held by the past. I feel held by those things the enemy tries to hold onto our lives. And I want you to know this, is that he who the Son sets free is truly free indeed. And when Jesus has set us free and liberated us, it's about us knowing that he can unravel the hold. And sometimes, just walk with me here, sometimes we can feel like it's, it's holding us in. It's like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like tightly wound around us. And, and we're like, God, I, I need you to help me with that side of it. Because the side that I can let go, I want to let go. And God, we need to allow God to help us to, to let that go. And you know what part that is? Sometimes that is actually getting the prayer we need from, from others. Sometimes that's continuing to turn up to our life group and keep in there with church and keep moving forward. Sometimes that could be counseling and support uh, on that area that helps the whole process of getting you unwound from your past and and helping you to become liberated and knowing how to be free, all right? And that side of it is so important because God can miraculously do His part to break the hold of the enemy and He wants to break those chains, but we've also got to let it go as well. We've got to be able to let it go when God breaks that chain so that we can move into the future that God has for us. And uh, I hope that's speaking to some people today. I hope it's speaking to your life today, you know, in this season right now, because I, I don't believe that God doesn't, God doesn't want us to go through this season, uh, you know, of COVID uh, and, and not find His miraculous power doing work in us. I really believe God is doing a work in marriages, healing and making marriages whole. And sometimes in a marriage, it can be hard because, man, there can be a lot of history. There can be a lot of stuff that we can hang on to and, and, and hold our marriage back from moving forward. But God wants to do healing and, and liberate and reconcile relationships there in marriage and in family and loved ones. God wants to heal our hearts from the past. And just like the Israelites, they needed a healing work to help them to you know, let go of the past. You know, God wants to do that healing work in each and every one of our lives to help us to get to a place where we can say, you know what, I'm free. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let, I'm going to let that rope go. I'm going to let the past go. Yes, it was my past, but Jesus, man, he's writing a whole new story with my life. Oh, come on. I tell you, man, when we come to Jesus, just like communion showed us today, is that, man, the blood of Jesus, it's, it's cleanses us from our past. It's cleanses us from the brokenness of our past. It, it, it offers through Jesus Christ a great future, a new future that God is writing for us. And He wants to do that together with us and to heal us from our past. Maybe today you've been a Christian for a long time, but there are still things that try to hold on in your life. And God is probably doing a work in this season right now. God, how, how many know? Come on, church. How many know God? He's real good at getting into those, you know, crevices that we don't like people going to uh, in our heart and in our mind. But you know why God does that? He does that because He loves us. He does that if that thing is in there needs to go. He does it so that He can help us to be free. Because He doesn't want anything anchoring our lives back. He doesn't want anything of the past trying to hold us from the future 
that he has for us. He wants to, he wants to get in there and do his work through the Holy Spirit. And you know what? I want to encourage us all today. Let's allow him to do it. Let's let him do his work. You know, today's message, if it was called anything, it's called let go. Let go. Let God help you to let go. Because when Jesus does his work inside of us, man, he can do something powerful that can help us to be able to move just like that doorway into the future that he has for us. And I'm not saying it's overnight. I'm not saying just like the man who got healed from his blindness. It wasn't the first prayer. It wasn't the instant moment. Sometimes miracles aren't. Sometimes the future that God is taking us all into, it can be a process. It can be step by step by step by step that God can help us along the way to move forward into the future that He has for us. And I want to tell you this, is that when we have the faith to move forward, to step out what God has for us, that's when God does some of His best work. He does that best work because every single step is a step of faith. And I want to tell you today, you step out in faith, even if it's small in your life, God Almighty, He meets you there. He meets you in those moments of faith when you step out. Now, what I want to do is I want to pray for people today. And remember, there's no distance in the Spirit. Now, we're the church together online right now. That's how we're doing church. And in the future, we're going to be able to gather again and come back to church. And man, I'm so excited about those days coming in the future. But right now, we're going to stay engaged in this moment. But I believe there's some people in this moment today that God wants you to, and He wants to help you to be free from the past that maybe has been holding on to your life. And maybe today you've been a Christian a long time. You, have, you know the freedom of God and you understand that in yourself. And that's awesome. What I want you to do is I want you to stand with me in prayer and pray for those online right now that may need this prayer for themselves. Okay, so let's be the church. Come on, Calandra. Come on, Innisfail. Let's be the church together, because when we're strong, we're helping those who are weak, aren't we? All right, so let's pray together. I want you to believe with me, and if you need this prayer for you right now, let's pray. Father, I thank you right now. God, I believe that He who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. And I believe today for your miracle power, God, where the devil has tried to hold the past on people, I just break its power today. In Jesus' name, I break the hold of the past. I break the ties, the ropes, the chains, the shackles that have tried to hold people down. I break it today in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you even in this moment, there's been sickness that's tried to hold itself on people's lives. So I break sickness and disease today in the name of Jesus Christ. And I declare liberty and I declare freedom today in Jesus' name. I break the past that the devil has tried to hold on people. I shatter its power today and I rebuke the enemy of people's lives in Jesus' name. And God, I pray, Lord, our part in this is that we have to choose to let go. We have to choose to let go. I pray that God help us, help anyone right now leaning in online, Lord, to let go of the discouragement. Let go of the brokenness. Let go of the hurt, of the pain. Let go of the past that cannot come into the future. God, I just thank you for that right now. Lord, I thank you for all that you're doing in people's lives in freedom and in liberty today. Meet them by the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, you know, church, 
If God has done a miracle in your life, I want to encourage you, please personally message us. Message us on Facebook, email us at the church. Uh, any way you want to get through to us, please let us know the miracles that God is doing in your life because we would love to celebrate all those things with you because we're, we're in this together. We're the church together. And so please let us know. If God's done a miracle today in this moment, let us know as well. You know, if you've tuned in online with us now, please stay with us. Uh, Pastor Nick's going to be with us in a few moments. He's got, he's got a couple of things he needs to share before we close this service today. So just stay online with us now. But if you tuned in, and, and I want to ask you today, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus today? I want to let you know all the things that I preached about this morning, they're all the promises that are for you as well. God wants to bring His freedom. God wants to bring His life and His hope and power into your world. He, he has a great future for all of us, including you today. And I want to let you know this. God knows you. God knows your story. He knows your past. He knows everything that's happened in your life. And He loves you today. And He has a plan and a future for your life today. But here's the deal. Is that God wants you to know Him. And what I'm going to do right now, the greatest way that we can get to know God and get to know Jesus is just to pray a simple prayer together. So I'm going to pray this prayer. I'll pray a line. You just repeat it after me wherever you are right now. And church, let's all pray this together, okay? And let's pray this with those that are praying this for the first time. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin and my past. I accept you today as my Savior and my Lord, from this day forward, I am born again into your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I just want to congratulate you and celebrate with you today. If you have prayed that prayer for the first time right now on our Facebook feed and our YouTube feed, there is a pinned comment coming there that says, yes, Jesus. Because what we want to do is we'd love to help you. We'd love to help you on the journey of knowing Jesus and the journey of community and what that looks like together. So if you have prayed that prayer for the first time, we would love to help you. Please help us help you uh, in this season of knowing Jesus today. So click on that link of Yes, Jesus. All you have to do is write yes and your name. And one of our pastors live Sunday morning is ready to chat with you this morning to help you on this journey. And we can get some resources to you as well. Uh, so stay on the line right now. Pastor Nick is going to be with us. And uh, from Pastor Kate and myself and Pastor Travis and Grace in Innisfail, we love you. We're praying for you. And let's have a fantastic week this week.